0: created live on fireside.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to YNS live with NFL thread. We are so excited for this, this
2: episode with Carly Teller. How are you guys? Good. Thank you for having me. Yes. Welcome Carly. We're so glad to have you today. Thank you.
1: And I am so excited to dive into this because there's Weimar her Dogs, which I love new babies, which I love. And <laughs> I mean, so many sports. I mean, there's so much stuff um, to talk uh, about. So Cynthia, do you want to introduce Carly really quickly and welcome everyone wherever you're from and then we'll, we'll kind of go through and help everyone share and uh, broadcast to the world. But if you would love to introduce Carly, that would be great.
2: Absolutely. I'm so glad to introduce Carly. It's kind of fun how we um, met. It was through one of the thread giveaways that Carly was, um, the blush whimsy giveaway, which oh, is kind fun. of crazy. It's this lipstick that changes with your mood, which is kind of weird when you think it's like, wild when you think about it, like, <laughs> you know, you're telling the world how you're feeling. So, um, it was really fun. And like when finding Carly to, you know, give her her gifts her thread on um, the playbook and the lipstick, it was like reading up on her and seeing that she had taken part in this really fun podcast where I could tell that she would be a great guest. And Carly is so fun and she's married too. Wyatt um, Teller, who was the offensive guard at the Cleveland Browns, which I love. And I was just (laughs) at a rock and roll Hall of Fame yesterday. So (laughs) it's really crazy, but welcome. So glad you're here.
0: Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I feel so honored. (laughs)
1: But <laughs> well, we're so we're so excited because if, you know, and I know you know a little bit about the show, but we are all about the stories. What connects? Cynthia was on my podcast uh, in 2019, and when she shared just some of the ins, I know, isn't it crazy? When she shared some of the ins and outs of what it's like to be a spouse, I said, "Wait a second, <laughs> we need to talk about this more, and we need to share and 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 share these stories because there's so much that I learned, and so much now that I think like when when your husband gets traded, you know, and my kids and my husband are like, yay. Or my daughter are like, oh, that's so great. They're coming to the giants. I don't just think of yay, the giants. I think of who's behind the scenes and who the wife and the spouse and the kids, and you have to get new dentists. And I always bring that up because I think when I moved, it was like the hardest thing to find a dentist and a doctor. And so we don't think about those things and those things are important. So, um, yes, thank you so much for joining YNS live with NFL thread here on fireside. And thank you all that are listening, um, wherever you are, if you're here live on fire, side. If you're listening to the replay and I see you guys, um, there's a bunch of people jumping on LinkedIn. We are on Twitch and we are on YouTube. And if you guys, um, if you're in the audience, uh, James, who does across the pond, he is all the way over in Scotland, which is amazing. Um, And Gina, and I know people are going to be jumping in. I've had people emailing me and texting me saying, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm going to be there. But if you guys are in the show right now and the two little lines that are down to your left, if you click on it, you'll see where it says broadcast to the world. You can send a message. Um, You can send a message to Twitter. You can send a message to Facebook. You can email. You can text. You can do a number of different things to have people listen in so they don't have to be on Fireside. And that's one of the things that I love about this platform is that we don't know who's listening in, in the world right now. It's being broadcasted. It's being shared. People are, are jumping in and listening and hearing Carly's story, which is going to be really, really fun in this conversation. So, um, thank I you I hope guys. I don't disappoint. I hope I'm interesting. <laughs> you're going to be interesting. You're going to be interesting. I, the little that I know about you, I already, I told you, I was already like, Oh my God, there's a Weimariner. Oh my gosh. She's having a baby. Like all my favorite things. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Um, so Cynthia, I love that you did the the giveaway. And um, why don't you explain a little bit about Thread, if you want, um, so you, the listeners can understand when you said the Thread giveaway, they might be like, well, wait a second, what is that? And then we'll, we'll jump into the story.
2: Right. Um, yeah, Thread is, um, it's a really a platform that I founded um, about seven years ago. Um, and it's really just the LinkedIn for NFL women. I found that in working with the NFL and writing for the NFL, it was like, well, how can we find each other to take part in these awesome groups and initiatives and people and girls? Like, where are you? So on Thread, it's NFLthread.net. You can just join. It's free and it's safe and it's secure. And it's only NFL women. That's the spouses, the mothers, um, you know, girlfriends, um, anybody that anybody that is a significant other, really and truly. Um, you get in there and you're like, "Hey, you know, I'm Carly Teller. I am here now in Cleveland. Uh, my husband is Wyatt. He's the offensive guard. Um I came, you know, from Virginia, and you know, this is what I do. this is what I am. And it, somebody can come across that when when they Google search Cleveland. When they're there for the day and say, "Oh, you know, I, I, I always wanted to meet Carly," and they can connect with her, it's just a connection. Um, with all the, we have so many great groups for NFL women. We have so many great resources from the NFL for NFL families. It's just a LinkedIn. So
1: I love that. And Cynthia, yeah, I'm just going to remind it. remind you your hair on the microphone.
2: I'll move it back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. She's always she, <laughs> always,
1: I know I was like there's something there it's driving me crazy your earring or something hitting something's hitting. Uh no, yours is fine. I would tell you. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I call people out on sound stuff. So and I love that. I love why Cynthia started that as well. And I love Carly that you found it found um, especially being a, a current wife. So can you give us a little background about you? Um, you know, I would love to hear how you met Wyatt, um, where, you know, where you grew up. If I I know there was some volleyball in there, to love volleyball, love sports. So just yes. give us a little
0: background, please. Okay. Um so I'm from a super tiny town in Southwestern Virginia. So Virginia, but the Southwest part, um, close to Blacksburg where Virginia tech is, uh, Roanoke area. And, um, I grew up, like I said, in the middle of nowhere, 5,000 people in my whole County, no stoplights. Um, and I'm very grateful for that at the time I was like, you know, when you're in it, you're like, this is awful. But now I look back and I'm like, that's kind of cool. I mean, I've come a long way. Um, my family is still in the area in in Roanoke, Virginia area. And, um, I met Wyatt. We both went to Virginia tech, but I am four years older than Wyatt. So he was getting ready for the NFL draft and we were both in Blacksburg for like an alumni weekend. Like, you know how a lot of colleges do a spring game. Mm -hmm. So we were in town for the spring game and we met at a bar, which our favorite bar, big Al's, which is no longer there. And, um, we just hit it off um, did not start dating. He actually went into the draft process, you know, went to the combine, went through the draft process, um, was drafted the fifth round first pick of the fifth round in 2018 to the Buffalo bills. And, um, we, you know, we kept each other's numbers, but just kind of fizzled off. And then exactly a year later, I was in Mexico with my mom and her girlfriends and I get a text from Wyatt Teller. And you know how, when you see like anyone's name on your phone, you haven't seen in a while, you're like, wait a second, what is that? <laughs> and, um, it was, and he was just so sweet, you know, just kept texting me to catch up. And, um, yeah. And then I went to visit him in Buffalo a couple times. And shortly after I never even went to a game in Buffalo and he was traded to the Cleveland Browns at the right before the last preseason game in 2019. I love that. And that's it. And then, so, so then he came to, he got traded, came to Cleveland. I had never been to Ohio or I mean, I'd probably been to Ohio, but I'd never been to Cleveland in my life. I was working at, I I managed an Aveda salon and spa for like six years after college back home. Loved it. Mm It was my life. But, um, you know, he was like, Hey, you know, I'm his new girlfriend. Hey, can you help me find a place to live in Cleveland? And I'm like, I know nothing about (laughs) Cleveland, but absolutely. (laughs) Yes. I, I will find something. And, um, yeah, I just, I started traveling up here. We did long distance for about a year. And then once he kind of knew he was going to be here for a little bit, I, it was right in the middle of COVID. It was like the perfect time to leave. I was never really ready to leave my job, but it was just kind of, it it was just the way that it worked out was kind of the perfect storm and, um,
1: moved to Cleveland and here we are. I love that. And I love Aveda spa by the way, when I in yeah, lo- New Jersey, that was like my favorite. I love, I can, when you said that I actually got the smell, I was yes. like, Oh, the smell, the, Aveda the smell. smell
0: is so specific right. and wonderful. And I still, I still, I mean, I have an appointment Friday. I still am a, a loyal Aveda girl. Right? I love that.
1: I so much. So I do have to ask. So what did you ever ask? Why? Like after all those, like that time
0: has what? passed, what made him reach out to you? So he was, it's funny, like the, he was with one of his buddies and they, it was like, they were, had been at some sort of like paintball tournament. I have no idea. Anyway, <laughs> and his buddy who was actually here this past weekend, they were talking about this story and they were sitting around. It was like 1am and they're sitting around and he's like, who's like the, the, prettiest girl, which I'm not trying to sound vain. This is like the story. No, please. Yeah. (laughs) The coolest, prettiest girl in your, you know, in your phone or whatever. Of course, that's the the word, what they said, who knows what was actually said. And, um, he said, he brought me up, probably other people, but anyway, he brought me up and his buddy, Cliff was like, well, you don't text her right now. It's like 2 AM. You know, that's not a very, that's not a good look. And so then he texted me the next day and it was, it was, you know, like two in the afternoon, very polite, Right. And, um, yeah. So, so I think sweet. they were just kind of, you know, he was single and they were talking about girls. I don't know. Yeah. Being right. At the time he was, he's almost 28 now. So at the time he was like 24. So just being like yeah. a 24 year old single guy.
2: Right. 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 Don't you think there's a lot of that, um, you know, you get into the league, you meet so many people, and all of a sudden, home, you know, it sounds really good. And girls from home, hometown girls, and people that knew you, you know, that really knew you before you're doing anything. It's so kind of nice. You know, yeah. It's yeah. Been, it's a nice thing. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah. Go ahead, Carly.
0: I was just saying, yeah, because we, t- I mean, we did meet before he was in the NFL, and I'm sure he could have met, you know, girls in Buffalo, but I think there is something to be said about, like, The genuine people you meet before you kind of, you know, become.
2: And from where you're raised, like clear, like close to where you, you know, just similar. It's just kind of nice like that. So. I, and it's sweet. And I think, Cynthia, I love that you said that because it is also,
1: it's a it's a comfort level, but also, and we talk about this on the show all the time. And I talk about this on my podcast. Like, I really believe we all have a path. And so the fact that you were brought back up, like it was a, a good feeling for him. It was like, you know, we, I need to reach back out. And then the fact that you were like, you know what, this is perfect timing. You know, sad COVID was, you weren't in the salon. So it was like, yeah, I can do this. I can, you know, let's see what next adventure. And not everyone would do that. So it's just one of those things that kind of you know, what happened. So, um, I love that you were like, yeah, I'm going to tackle Cleveland. We're going to do this. We're going to get, <laughs> we're going to get this. And well, I'm sure for him, that was exciting. Like he's like, okay, she, this is what we need because I might get transferred again. I might get, you know, uh, you know, all of those different things.
0: And I honestly, like at the time for me, like I was in, I was 28. Yeah, I was 28. And I was in this like place in my life where like meeting anyone organically was so hard. Like, you know what I mean? Like nowadays dating is just so hard. And I was, you know, in my late, late twenties. And so just to like have that very genuine organic connection with someone, you know, like he reached out to me and it was just, it was just very pure, like very, very nice and refreshing and, I'm very thankful it worked out.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the fact that you guys met in college, because I know Cynthia, we've mm-hmm. talked about this before. A lot of players meet their spouses in college, but you met in college, but not really in college. You don't know exactly I, mean? no, I just tell cool. everyone that because I don't
0: want to, yeah. We met at Virginia Tech, like in Blacksburg, Virginia, at Virginia Tech and Right. because <laughs> of Virginia Tech. Like that's right. why we were there that weekend. Right. But we we never crossed paths during our times there. Right.
2: Right. I'm so interested to know that when you, so when you got thrown into the transition from Buffalo to Cleveland, Mm -hmm. were you thinking like, this is insane? Like, this is crazy. Like everything that has to be done in 24 hours. It was, it was so
0: crazy. But again, I was like, I was so new to the relationship and so crazy about him. I'm like, okay, whatever I got to do, let me fly up here. You know, I'm like, okay, let me come up here and help you. And I'll find a place. And it's also my personality. I'm such a doer. I I just kind of went into that like doer mode and anything he needed, I would have helped him. So, but yeah, it was crazy. And it, it was also my first experience being an NFL girlfriend. We were still so new. So it was for that to be my first experience. And then it's Mm -hmm. just chaos. Like, I mean, he literally, he was in the locker room in Buffalo on, there was, I think it was a Thursday night preseason game and had already, they were getting ready for the game, hot tub, cold tub, all that. And he got the GM asked him to come to the, to his office. And of course that's terrifying. And they traded him right before a game. And I, looking back, it was such a blessing. Like in the moment he was, it was really hard for him because, um, when you're drafted to a team, you have this sense of loyalty and he had only been there for a year and he loved it. And anyone who knows Buffalo, like the fans, the fan base, we still love them so much because it's, it's just this super loyal blue collar, like these people are great and, and why it loved it. So it was kind of, it was hard for him. He was like, really? But I always tell him being traded, it means somebody, I always said, it means somebody wants you. Like you're, you know, you're not cut and then picked up, like you're good. You're going to be okay. And right. if anyone that knows our story or Wyatt's story specifically see, and knows how far he's come, it was it was meant to be for sure. Right.
1: And I think, and this is why I love
0: doing these shows because
1: Cynthia, you brought such a good point up. You don't realize like, it's not like when, when you decide to move, you know, people take their time, right? They look for a house, they pack a box, you know, it's like, you know, I know when I moved as many times as I've moved, but it's always been choice. It's like, okay, I'm going to pack this room. I'm going to pack this room. You guys have to turn it around like immediately. So it's like throwing things. There can't be a lot of organization. And that takes a very specific woman to be able to do that. And a specific man, but it does take yeah. where it's like, okay, I can't be
0: type a and OCD right now. I just have to go. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And I also, I mean, it truly was, I mean, he had to be in the building in Cleveland at the facility within less than 24 hours. And it was funny also. I mean, I felt like I knew geography geography pretty well and we both were just like, wait, Buffalo, New York is only three hours from Cleveland on the same lake. (laughs) Like that now it seems so normal, but at the time, just being these, you know, from Virginia, we were like, okay, wait, that's not that bad. You could be going to Seattle or wherever. So it was definitely right. doable, but we had to, he didn't have a lot at the time. It, you know, we just got his stuff together and did it and borrowed a big trailer from one of, um, his football buddies and came straight to Cleveland. Well, cause that's the thing. Cause you also, when you move, you can hire the
1: the moving truck and all that's like all these little things that people don't think about. Like you can't just all of a sudden call a moving truck right away. Cause they're like, Oh no, sorry. We have a
0: schedule. Right. <laughs> so it's like, you got to figure it yes. out. And there's definitely a little bit of like status. Now we didn't know people with the Browns that well to ask like, Hey, can we have help with this? Can you set up this and this? And now, if, if God forbid that happened and we had to go somewhere, I, we would have more resources. But at the time, like, the bills, they're like, okay, we're done with you. So you just kind of have to figure it out now. I mean, I would know who to reach out to for, you know, help. And I've unfortunately seen so many girls now being in the NFL for four years, I've seen so many people go through it. So there's definitely help. there's definitely help, but it's still chaos. And I can't even imagine. And then there's babies and kids and changing schools and Mm -hmm. Yeah, all of all of that. But
1: that's the thing. Like when you first do it and you don't know, you don't have the resources, you don't have like an NFL thread where you can reach out to someone and say, oh, hey, how do you do that? And that is and that's why it's so important to get these stories out. It's so important for people to hear and be like, oh, wait, I know someone that's going through this and they don't know what to do so they can reach out to you guys. And it's a safe, comfortable space. I know, Cynthia, and we've talked about this with, you know, some of the women that have been realtors and it's because they became realtors because they were like, it was so scary to move to a different city and they're like, people know, Oh, you're, this is your name. Oh, we can sell you this. And you're like, Oh, eyes. I don't know. I just want someone safe. Um, which is, is scary. And, and again, we, and that are non, you know, um, in the league people, we don't think you don't think about those things, but those are things that, that people need to Think about it and appreciate and and understand. You know what this person's going through something, especially if you're you know on TV and and you have your, your spouse is there and and people then comment, oh, they didn't look like they were together. Well, no, they just had to move in twenty four hours. like Give them a
2: break. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm also interested. You know the fact that you are brand new in the league. You know you guys are just dating. You're just getting started, and now you are like tagged. Is that okay? This is his NFL girlfriend. This is now all of a sudden you're walking in. And you're like, oh, wait a minute, that this comes with this also. I I wasn't prepared for this. And so many of the girls that we have on, they say, if I could go back, I would have been more putting myself out there to say, hi, I just got in town and I've never done this before. Can you like take me under your wing or can I get to know you? How did you handle that? How were you? How were you emotionally? Like when you were just thrown into this, was this right along with your personality or were you kind of taken back?
0: I think for me, it fit my personality. I always said it was like a sorority that I, I had never was in because you're pretty much handed friends. And unfortunately it's very up and down people come and go, but you know, y- you join like a lot of us, I don't know about other teams, but I know like we have like a group me, like a group chat on the group me app where it's like all the girls and you're, you're kind of handed these friends and the guys know this even more than we do. Cause it's been their lives since they were in high school. Right. But you're handed these friends that pretty much know what you're going through no matter what. And so, and I think every team is different. I've heard some, some not great stories, um, but I've had really great experiences here. So when I came here, now Wyatt's first season here, I was still, we were doing long distance. So I was in Virginia. So I, I didn't really make great. I didn't, didn't have the ability to make great friendships that year because I'd be here for two days and have to go back to work. So, um, I would say like his second year here, I was able to really develop some quality friendships, but I, I definitely think if I, I'm also a little bit older, not that not that, that really matters, but if I could tell like rookie girlfriends, anything come, you know, coming straight out of college, it would be just to like really value the girls that you meet along with the women that you meet, because we, we all get it, you know, and there's so many resources. And like, I mean, I would never be talking to you guys if it weren't for the NFL, which sounds so crazy, but you really start to value friendships and connections over like fame and stuff like that. Right. And I do think it's, I
1: mean, I know age is a number and it's a mindset, but when you get older, you do get a little bit more wiser. I mean, (laughs) I know when I was in my early (laughs) twenties, I wasn't doing the things that I'm doing now. And so I think that is, it it does say something, but I, you are so right about the resources. And, and then again, also, right. We would never have connected if it wasn't for thread and Cynthia being in the league. And that's what's um, so cool about networking and, and, yeah. and connecting. I mean, connecting and networking are really what make the world go around whatever, you know, wherever you are and whatever status you are in the world.
2: Right. I feel like that, you know, the one thing I always felt coming in every year when so many changes and we changed often, um, myself and my husband's career, you just never can get to the point where you think that you don't want to throw yourself out there again and meet people all over again, because they are always leaving. You know, I was always like, no, you know, meet them because even I have friends that we might've only been together for six months, you know, that, that now their kids are grown and we're still friends. Like you collect friends in the league. You don't go through friends in the league. They just keep adding on and on and on. In fact, Juliet, you're going to love this. Um, Kimberly Wheatley's son is on the practice squad in Cleveland now. So I, oh, we need you Carly, to look after him because he's the greatest kid. Oh, What's his is? name? It's Tyrone Wheatley Jr., TJ okay. Wheatley. And he is from the best family, Kim Wheatley. She's a dear friend of mine. And she's also in, um, involved in, I don't, we haven't even gotten a chance to talk about off the field, but there are so many great programs and off the field is one of them. And I know Kim from Michigan mostly, but I also know her because she is one of the founders of off the field with all of my girls in off the field, I'm on the board and the vice president of that. And it's just this amazing charity that we are part of. We do the Super Bowl fashion show every year at the, and it's just do you know of it? Because so cool, yes, You have to, to participate. Come. You have to be in it. Oh my gosh, yes, Arizona, and it's the best time. But Kim is just like the best person, and we got to be with her at the Hall of Fame oh, when dear. she was there to watch TJ, and then he was at the time with the Las Vegas Raiders, and now he's on the practice squad in Cleveland. So as soon as I heard that, I'm like, I have to tell Carly just if you could. Introduce yourself to him and yes, see if he needs anything, see if he's settled. And because he's just brand new in Cleveland and he just found an apartment, so.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cynthia, I think it might be your sweater. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. I just not want it. Is that why you texted me? Yeah,
1: okay. I did. It might okay. be not your hair. It might be just, just pull it out a little bit. It's just because okay. when we want to hear what you're saying in that, it's like very, okay. it's, it's I'll just hold it out
2: like this. Um, the other thing I want to tell you that is a funny story about the group meets. the group me's are like a part of our lives and you know, cause my husband now coaches. So we've, I, I didn't have the group meets when we were playing, but I was introduced to it as the coach's wife. So the group me's are great. And it, you, you know, everything that's going on and boom, 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 everybody shower. Where are we going to dinner? What are we doing after the game? What are we doing before the game? Who's bringing what? And then when you leave the team, it's just very simple. You're gone. You know, it's just, you're removed. Somebody removes you. So then, you know, it could be your best friend. And it's like, Oh, Cindy just removed her best friend from the group me Bye, you know, and that's just how it is. <laughs> so when we left Michigan, I was like, um, I'm, I'm just, I'm not taking myself off the knee, so I just want you guys to know I refuse. And then, so I could feel that there was like awkward silence pause, you know, and then all of a sudden a couple of laughs and then all of a sudden I didn't hear anything. So I know that they probably had to say, Okay, we should just need to start a new group me because then you will love <laughs> and nobody wants to take her off. <laughs> I mean, that's hilarious. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I mean, cause I we all, and, But sometimes,
1: because I'm on so many different chats for the kids' sports, do you guys ever find the group me's and sometimes uh, overwhelming, like times where you're like, oh my gosh, there's too much chatter. I need to pull myself out or I need just ignore this for a little while? Can you take us through that a little
0: bit or is it always welcoming?
2: Carly.
0: <laughs> I, I'm really, I'm not very overwhelmed. Cause I'm really, as of right now, I'm only in one. I don't know what it's going to be like whenever, you know, I'm like a full on mom. I might be in some other ones, but I mean, I've got like my group chats. Um, but no, the, the Browns wives and girlfriends one is yeah. it's cool. It's very just informative. It's you your know, lifeline. It's, yeah, I'm not going to name names, but what, um, I have heard on other teams, the group me is more like back and forth and it can be a little dramatic. We don't have that. <laughs> Ours is very, Hey, you guys, um, we're doing this cycle event at the, you know, at 10 AM on this day, you oh, know, that's like cool. this, if you want to come, it's, it's very, um, yeah, just informative. So
2: it's that's awesome. Cause you know, what's going on all the time. You don't miss anything and things change, you know, in terms of where we're going to be. And it's so nice to have it, but it is, it is fun. And it is funny how it's a side of the game that a lot of people don't realize is when you get taken off the group me, it's crazy because it is so much a part of your life. And then all of a sudden it's a whole new group me and you're like, okay, hi. <laughs> oh my <laughs> hi, gosh. I'm so
0: here <laughs> this this season. So my best friend, my like NFL, like football, best friend is Emily Mayfield. And, um, mm-hmm. they were traded to the Carolina Panthers. And when she, when her like name was removed from the group me like, killed me. I'm like, no, it was just, it was just, it sounds silly, but it was like such a real moment. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I sent her a screenshot with like a, you know, broken heart emoji and it's just
2: right. Well, but that's your best friend. She'll stay your best friend. And like, you know, you guys will. Oh yeah. We talk every day
0: and I'm so thankful that, you know, for the NFL, for meeting her and our, like our friendship, obviously it's because of football, but it'll go beyond football. So it's beautiful. But it, hurt. but it did hurt to see that. <laughs> right. That's the I'm reality. sure. <laughs> right.
1: And you do it again. You have to be a very specific personality um, to w- roll with that. And not everyone is that, you know, it's something you have to learn if you are not that personality. Some people are just born into it. They're that personality. They can just roll with it and do it. So I want to now take you to um, Baby Boy Teller, if I'm allowed to say that, right? Yeah. Baby Boy yeah. Teller. <laughs> and um, I heard that his uh, due date is Christmas.
0: It is Christmas Eve and uh, so Christmas Eve and we have a game, it's a game, a home game that day, right? which just makes it so dramatic. But I mean, I don't, I, I hope I don't have him that day just for everyone's sake. So I am a Christmas baby and <laughs>
1: yes, like actual Christmas Sunday? day, uh, Christmas day. And I was two weeks late and I absolutely love it. So okay, you're the only person that's ever told me that. So I oh. think, and so I have to say, I think when you're on the day, it's different than if you're around the day. Okay. I will say that. But even Christmas Eve, it's still, we had, I grew up in a very big family and I'm one of five and my mom was one of seven or is one of seven. So, we always, there was always something going on. So for many years, my mom would say, no, honey, this is not, this is not about you. I used to think the world was celebrating. She's like, it's Jesus. Not Julia. <laughs> it's Jesus. <laughs> and Cynthia knows. Us she, oh, I totally. Would. At church, I would jump up. It's my birthday. my mom. And my mom is like a kindergarten teacher, like very refined. And then I came out and I was like, you know, lighten the world on fire. Um, so it is, I absolutely loved it because everyone got together and I still, even as an adult love it because it's, everyone is under the, like, I have my whole family. So even when yeah. my kids, like I know when they go to right. college, everyone's going to be there. So I am not the best at celebrating other people's birthdays. Like when my kids, I'd be like, "Oh crap, I got to like have a party, you know, when they were little. But mm-hmm. for me, it was a party built into a party. Yeah. So, and then all the relatives that you would see, and I was never like a big, cause we, there was a lot of us. I didn't, I'm not like a, like I like getting presents, but it's not something that that's like what fuels me. If it's surprising, so that's nice. It's not but your I, love
2: language. No, exactly.
1: Me. I was gonna say that, and then I was like, not everyone. Just knows having that everybody there having everyone there, the quality time is really Mm -hmm. what I loved. So you're, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing because that's the thing you're going to make it special, whether it's around it or not, whether it's on it and you know, it it, it is what it is. Um, I mean, I was two weeks, weeks late with every one of my children. My mom was late, um, with all of us. So some people are early. My sister was early with all of her kids, you know? Um, but it's It's one of those things. It's going to be fun.
2: (laughs) And you know, it's funny because like you say that, well, you know that you're due on Christmas Eve, but you know, I know today you can make that decision. Are you going to induce to have the baby on Christmas Eve? Or are you just going right. to let it be natural? And so have you made that decision on how you're going to handle it? So,
0: well, a couple of things before I forget to tell you guys, cause this is interesting. My, so I'm just one of two, me and my sister and we're very close and she's pregnant and due on Christmas day.
2: <gasps> uh, so, oh, I love
0: that. This. My mom is just like over the oh moon. Like, th- this is my sister's second. She's having a second girl. Um, but it's just, it's That's like perfect it's... because we get, we're going through everything together and yes. we're like, mm-hmm. you know, we both were really sick the first half of pregnancy and it's literally, it's literally been like everything is the exact same. Like That's we enjoy. weigh the same. It's crazy. That's um, so funny. So she, she will probably, um, if, I don't know if this is TMI, but she'll do, um, she'll probably do another C-section cause she did with her first baby. Mm-hmm. So she will probably go at 39 weeks. Um, so I'm like, dang it. You know, I, so I talked to my doctor and, um, she understands, you know, my husband's pro- profession and that I would like for him to be there. I'm in Cleveland, not by myself. I've got great friends, but kind of by myself. So, um, I, in a perfect world. So she said that she would induce no earlier than 39 weeks. And then depending on how big he is, my husband was huge. He was, so he was 11.4 pounds when he was born. Oh my Lord. Yeah. And so if he's really big, she (laughs) says, you know, we can see, we'll see what happens, but yes, I'm, I am more I'm not really a super control freak, but there is something about because of football season, I want to know kind of when I'm going to give birth. Yeah. Right. And, and
1: nowadays it can be And like Cynthia, I love that you asked that question. Cause so my sister, my younger sister and I had our kids, literally our first were a week apart Our second were a month apart. Oh, cool. And then she waited, but I, then I had my third and she had her third and then she had the, Oh, hello. Fourth, um, which I didn't cause I was older and we did not look the same. I gained 65 pounds and she gained 25 pounds. So everyone would be like, Oh, are you having twins? And I'd be like, no, I'm just, people say that. <laughs> well, and it's funny, but my sister's like a tiny, if she gained weight, it looked like, Like it looked like her skin was going to crack. Like she has stretch marks. I have no stretch marks. And it's just funny. I just have a bigger build than she does. But our kids are so close because they're so, they're so like, they just are close in age and we are not in the same city. But the thing that's funny is that she went early and I went late. So it was torture. So she would have the babies for two weeks and I'd be like, Oh, uh, and I would gain just 10 waited. more pounds. every
2: yeah. <laughs> like,
1: time. Like, like, yeah. And so it was always crazy. And then I had an emergency cesare- cesarean for my first, but then I did feedback for the other two, but um, Cynthia, cause I would love for you to talk about that really quickly. Cause back um, you know, when you were having the kids, it was, it was different because there wasn't, uh, there was not as many options. It's not like, I mean, it's not like you had kids, right. you know, in 1900s, yeah. but you know what I mean? But even when me now it's, it's different when I had mine, um, mm-hmm. the options that happen now. Um, right. and did you and Tina have kids, you guys had kids at similar well, ages
2: for me, it's a funny, like, um, you, you know, if you want to talk the game, um, I remember when we were in Philadelphia, one of the players was having, a baby on game day. And he was like, I want to be there. And I want to, I want to see my baby born. You know, a lot of the people were having a problem with that. They were like, well, you know, this is what you do. And you know, that you have to be there. And, and I remember being interviewed because Michael and I had my, my first son, Michael Vincent, and he wasn't there. And he had to go to the game, and we played Dallas. What could sounds like the worst thing that happened to you in the world is one of the funniest stories that we have in our family, and it's a great yes. thing. He was there for part of it, but he had to leave by the time that I had Michael Vincent, and it's just something that happened. But you know, we were young, and we didn't have the choice. You know, we just the baby came, and we just you know we didn't have the choice to stay either because it's your job. You know, so it was a very difficult, but not so difficult thing because the decision was made for us. But I think later now today, the good thing is guys want to be there and guys are different type of people. Um, They're more verbal about wanting to be with their family. They're more verbal about what comes first. And it's also, you know, we are able to schedule around that a little more than we were able to in the past. So I like how you're thinking that you're like, you know, why it wants to be there. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful day, and I think if it can be done, and I think it can be done in, in today's age, that's a really cool thing to plan for. But, you know, sometimes life, you know, they always say, you you know, just go ahead and make plans and, you know, make God laugh because we right. have no idea. But, you know, I think you're you're ready for all of them. But, you know, the one thing okay. I wanted to ask you, though, is I remember before I had babies and we were just married and seeing all the kids come to run up to their dads after the game and just them pick them up and just that. And I remember being like, I want that. I cannot yeah. wait for that. Are you, are you feeling like that? Are you guys just like going crazy? To oh see my gosh. Baby?
0: It's so sweet. You know, like how at training camp, that's like the time when everyone brings their babies to see the dads and everything that was like, you know, I was still so new to pregnancy and it was just so sweet to see that. Like I cannot wait and right. it will be fun because, I mean, you never, there's never a perfect time in the NFL to have a baby. If, uh, most people try to do off season, but I keep thinking like, okay, next year he won't be walking yet, but he'll be like a full on, you know, like nine month <laughs> old baby. So it'll right. be really sweet to see. And yeah, I cannot wait for that part. Cause I just think it's so cute.
1: And it I know so that cute. recently your, your niece was able to experience one of, uh, the, the first football game. Right.
0: And that was really cute. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I'm obsessed with her. So we yeah. were very lucky. So on Wyatt's side, he's one of five and we, we will be the 11th. My baby will be the 11th grandchild on that side. So and we love them all dearly, but there is just something so special about your own. Like for me, mm-hmm. like my sister's daughter. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just love her so much. And so they met us in Atlanta for the game and she, she just, oh gosh, if anybody is watching or listening to this and wants to watch that video, it's so sweet and pure It's really. Sweet. And so
1: that's what you can find Carly on. We have uh, her Twitter, which is fun. You can tell a little bit about what you do on Twitter. And then, um, Carly's IG as well, where you can find that. That's where I saw it. When we, when we knew we were having you on, I was like, Oh, let me just check. And I saw that. And I said, Oh my gosh, that's the sweetest thing. It's the her. cutest thing. And you could see how excited she was. She was so excited.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cute. Oh gosh. I love her so much. She, um, yeah, so whenever we were finding out the sex of the baby, I really didn't think I cared. Like, I'm not that person. It's like, I want a boy or I really want my girl. You know, I was like, it's a blessing that I'm pregnant, whatever it is, it is. But when I found out it was a boy, I was like, okay, I don't have to replace right now. Right. My relationship with my, with Charlotte, because I love right. her so much. I'm and of Charlotte. course you're going to love your baby girl. You got to love her a little more. So I'm like, okay, I right. still have my my, yes. niece, you know, I, that's probably, probably sounds silly, but no, not
1: at all. Not at all. And done. even when you have your second, it's the same. Cause I have two. Two boys. My sister had two boys, but there's what, the five of us. There's girls and then one boy. So we had all these boys, and so it was really funny. And my daughter Penelope is the first granddaughter, oh, um, which was real, you know. But it was like it, there's something special about that, you know. There's a spe- there's a special thing. And um, you know, my, when my sister and I had our kids all at the same time, you know, definitely for my mom, it was a little overwhelming because it's like, who needs me? Where do I need to be? And all of that. But it was, pure. I wasn't able to be there for her birth, you know, where in other families, people could be there, you know, for, but we got to experience a lot of stuff together and and I have special relationships with each of her children because of the relationships that my kids have with them as well. So there's something really special to that.
2: Yes. Plus I, I also come from one sister and it's very emotional. Um, having one sister and that's all you have, you know, she is Mm -hmm. that person for you. And I feel that way about my sister. And so when I saw her first baby, mm. it's really, it's, it is, oh. it, isn't it just so emotional and it's a part of like you forever. Those relationships I like those getting
0: for her. Like yeah. I just, yeah, I just love her so much. It's very special. <laughs> so and like I said, I love all of my teller nieces and nephews very much, <laughs> but, the, and I'm sure they would say the same. There's something about your own. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. A beautiful thing.
1: That's so then great. I also awesome. want. Yeah, um and it's it's a, such a special time. I mean, really what you're mm-hmm. what, what you're in right now is such a, a special adventure because it's all, it's all an adventure, right? There's you don't know what's happening. So also I have to bring it and Cynthia's going to chuckle, but um dogs. <laughs> I don't think I've been able to talk about dogs on all any of my podcasts. <laughs> when I saw that you had a lime runner, I was like Oh, because my <laughs> Doyle, who is not with us anymore, who was my first male boxer and my absolute heart, his best friend, um, was Blue Childs Christina. Yes, I'm talking about you on my podcast. And th- he was a wine, and oh. they were inseparable. And my sister, the one that had the kids all at the same time, she had Bryce Canyon, who was a wine runner. So that was like my first. So we had the boxers and the wines, and I just absolutely love them. So
0: I want. How old is your wine runner? And his name, her, so he's his two, well, he, well, he, he was two in March and on national puppy day, his name is Butler and Butler. Oh yeah. Butler blue. And that's what he, <laughs> that's his name. When he's in trouble, Butler blue, he's probably yeah. gonna hear me and come in here. Um, <laughs> and, it's, and it's funny. I grew up with only boxers. Like we always have boxers. Oh, my, Yeah. Oh and gosh, then I, so we randomly, is... Wyatt and I, during COVID, we were like, we want a Weimaraner puppy and which Getting a dog during COVID, like during quarantine was either a blessing or a curse. You could either really focus with them or there, I feel like there were a lot of people that got puppies and got rid of them. I hope that didn't happen too too much, but, um, yeah, he's a good boy, but, but they, they have pretty similar, um, like, you know, how boxers, I feel like boxers and wine runners are both very like anxious. And, and they're, and they're very loyal and they're very loyal and high energy. Yes. Very loyal. Yeah. They're kind of, yeah. Look, nothing alike, but very similar personalities. <laughs> they um, are. Yeah. So Butler, he's our baby. And I, um, we, so yeah, we got him March, 2020 and, wow. um, yeah, well, no, we actually, we got him, I guess we got him May cause he was eight weeks old, but he's a good boy. We just got, we just bought a house in Cleveland and so I got to give them a yard, which was a big deal for me because they need to run a lot. Right. right. Yeah. And, and I just, and, and I that's the thing that you, oh, <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, 90, but it's 95 pounds. I'm like, wow. okay, you're getting a little bit too thick. You're on the pregnancy diet with mama. Right. right? but it is special. It's special
1: when you're growing your family that way. And so I have to say, Dave, that's in the, in the audience, he's got three boxers. Um, and so I know, so it's so funny. He, the other day at a show, he said, he's like commented on something I said, and he's like, I have three. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So I did not have the fourth child. I got the second boxer because my husband's like, Oh my gosh, I can't, we, we we were a little older and he's like, I don't want to have a fourth. And I'm like, all right, well, I need a good reason. And he had a great reason. So I was like, all right, I need a, a second dog, but I think it's, um, I think it's so fun for you to be able to, uh, grow your family. And I remember when I first had mine and I was so worried that Lucy, you know, that people weren't going to love Lucy the same and what was going to change. And it all just worked out so beautifully because there was nothing, you know, nothing different. I remember thinking if, what if the baby's allergic to the dog, He's gonna have to deal, like you know,
0: (laughs) what was was she like? What was your dog like with your first baby? I'm curious,
1: beautiful. I mean, he they were inseparable. I have it's so funny. We got like a video camera for our wedding, and it it was like the first social media. Like, I was like, oh my god, I was like vlogging before it was a thing. I literally talked to the two of them, it makes me sound a little crazy, but Cynthia's gonna laugh because she knows I would talk to the two of them and just like take everything that they were doing. So like my husband can see, and we have all of that. Like, I mean, he walked really early Montgomery. Walked, we didn't know what we were having, if we were having a boy or girl, but he walked really early. Um, and because he would hold on to her and, um, and, but she was a spaz too. Cause people were like, Oh, boxers are so gentle. And they're gonna like, she would also knock, knock them over. And I'd be like, well, she's she's a total spaz. She's not dead, but they, they were like inseparable. They would play, he would like find toys to play with her. And we live, in the city, we were in New York city and we would go to the park and all the time, but she hated other dogs. <laughs> so she would get into like massive fights. So I always had to be careful. Like when, when Lou, you know, so I like a lot of times it would just be like on our personal walk. because she you've got to walk like three Second. or three times a day, but yeah, it's, it's such a beautiful time when I nursed, she was my nursing pillow. She always had to be touching oh. him and touching me. And it so really, sweet. I, yeah, I loved, I loved watching that.
2: Yeah. Everyone, Do you have a plan? My sister Clark? said, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you have a plan like of how you're going to introduce the baby to?
0: Well, I was going to ask like a lot. Some people have told me to like send a blanket home from the hospital. Yes. So like before I get home, send one. Yes. The for swirled. Butler to cuddle with.
1: Yeah. Um, and I did all that. And I'll have to show you a picture because we have a huge portrait of Lucy with Montgomery's hat in his, oh. in his, her mouth that she carried with her all the time before we came home. It was like oh, she thought, she she's not she was like, That's my baby. She yeah, yeah, she she kept it. She kept it. But so there's like all those things, and we can talk offline about that. But yeah, there's like all the you just bring it home so they can sniff and smell and and okay, um so
0: sweet. That's gonna it, be those it, pictures it are
2: gonna be really cute oh, of I can't wait. Butler with I know I can't wait either. That's really <laughs> well, and, I, and
0: um I I remember when my sister had my niece, um, she's at the time her dog now has passed away, but Louie, her dog he was a red lab. She, every mm-hmm. night, you know, she got up all throughout the night at the beginning to nurse. And she said every night Louie got up with her and laid right by her. And they're just like, they're the so best. Sweet. And oh my she said yeah. that that time in your life or that time, if you do happen to be a nursing mom, she said that, that, that 3.00 AM, when you feel like no one in the world is awake, you feel so lonely and having your dog, it means so much more than you would so think. Nice. Like it yeah. does, and it's and it's
1: conversation, and that's the other thing. I mean, when I say, and I know it sounds crazy, but I would talk to both of them. But that's why Montgomery also spoke really early, because I, it was all the talking, and you know, I would have conversations with the both of them, no one talked back to me. But I just right, but you loved it. <laughs> I loved that's it. That's true. awesome. I yeah, I'm it. really excited for you. Oh, my Thank Lord. you.
2: I love that. And I also, I have to say, I want to talk about a couple things. Um, One, I want to talk about your, the initiative you guys are involved with yes. and how you seem to have really just jumped in in Cleveland and just, you're really getting to know this the, the town. I mean, I'm, we're in, I'm from Pittsburgh, so we were raised to hate Cleveland, right? but um, my husband is from Youngstown and there's so many Browns fans. So I was in the middle of all that and I got to see the, such loyalty with the dog pound and the people of Cleveland and their love for the team, um, through through. through many generations. But I want to talk about how you kind of have the connection with some of the fans and how you have a good rapport with some of these Mm -hmm. fans that I think they probably go crazy. And I also want to talk about block hunger. So,
0: yeah. So I've said this before, but why it doesn't have social media. And I am like, I say this now, when I have a baby, I might be different, but as of right now, I'm like, you know, all over social media. I love Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that. And I engage a lot with fans and Browns fan you know, Browns fans on Twitter. And I really enjoy it. Now I, occasionally I can get, um, a little opinionated. Um, last year I was kind of bad about it with, um, (laughs) anyway, just, yeah, I feel a little opinionated. <laughs> most of them agree with me, but, um, for the most part, it's I just really enjoy just getting in touch with people and make, and letting them realize like, we're just cause why it's really good at what he does. We're just people. And I love the back and forth and getting to know people from all over. I mean, cause there's Browns fans, just like sealage fans and everything they're everywhere. And, um, I actually last year, I don't know if I'm going to do it this year, but last year I Put out a tweet and I said, I hey guys, like I would love to send out Christmas cards to Browns fans. Um DM you know, DM me your address if you want one. And I totally underestimated how many people, I mean thousands of messages. (laughs) Oh my God. And I mean, I wasn't, I guess I just underestimated Browns fans, so I apologize. But I got out, so I said, okay, I can, I'm gonna do as many as I can. So I sent I sent a thousand Christmas cards. Oh and my So I gosh. got them made. Like they were cute. It was from the day that Wyatt that Wyatt signed his contract. So it's kind of like target, you know, targeted for Browns fans. It was. It wasn't just oh us God. sitting in front of our I house. Love that. They had to love that. They had to love it. Oh, they. I still have people like at training camp and at games. I have people say, "I loved your Christmas card. Thank you for the Christmas card." And oh, so I kind of cool. feel like I need to
2: do it again. <laughs> That's but so it, cool, Carly. That is so cool. It was well. It was. <laughs>
0: again, like it was right. You know, we couldn't do anything during COVID even last year, we could hardly leave. So I, once I committed, I wasn't about to not do it. So, um, yeah, it was just like something little that took, well, it was pretty tedious. It took time out of my day, but I had the time for it. And it, it was a way for us to connect with fans on this very, I mean, I hand wrote, I didn't handwrite the card, but the address and everything I hand wrote it. And I wish I could have sent more, but A
2: thousand was a lot, so. It's beautiful. I mean, I think it's It's just a beautiful beautiful. gesture. Something that it's refreshing and kind of like. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was just, you know, it wasn't like I was
0: able to really, I wasn't giving necessarily or giving back, but it was just a little gesture and who
2: doesn't love it? You Christmas are, card? you, you well, are connected. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the fact that you took the time to write, I mean, that's something that not a lot of people can do even with family and friends these days. Cause it is tedious to, to write a card. It's hard, right? Christmas cards are mostly digital now. So mm-hmm. the fact that you did that, um, just had to resonate with the kind of people that you, that you are. And um, it was yeah, fun. I love it.
0: Yeah, it was fun. Awesome. And
2: so, so yeah, I tried to,
0: you know, talk, to, talk on Twitter and kind of represent us in a good way. Cause I mean, Wyatt is like an amazing person. If you ever watch like an interview of him or, I mean, he's, he's actually like extremely social and talkative, but he just doesn't like social media, which is fine. Yeah. Um, Which I think can be very toxic for a lot of players. And so I am kind of grateful that he's not into it because I can handle it for the, you know, the 10% of people that send me nasty stuff. I can handle
2: it. It's fine. I don't want it to affect him. That is so Um, interesting that you say that it's like that just, this begins the long journey of that taking over and making sure, you know, like there are certain things that in a partnership, especially in the league, I think, you know, like what you can handle and how you can contribute to that side of it and what he can handle. And I think that's really cool on your part, like to, to see that right away. And it'll lead to other great decisions that you're going to make as he goes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and to
0: also talk about the campaign that we're doing with Elk and Elk, which is a, so they're a law firm in Cleveland Okay. and they reached out to us and we were super honored because I feel like everyone wants to be philanthropic and do fundraising things. And sometimes it's kind of hard to find like the thing you're passionate about or or to find the organization that will work with you. And so I'm, we're really grateful that we are at the place in our, in Wyatt's career where we had someone reach out to us because I mean, they were, they have been awesome to work with. So what we're doing is, um, we did a little commercial Not I was not part of it, but I, I don't know. I helped. Um, (laughs) and for every, every game that Wyatt has a pancake block, which is, do you know what a pancake block
2: is? I do. Okay. Yeah um so you gotta well you gotta tell ta- you because okay, ta- i don't well, know what can that I, is carly i got i have to tell you this is really cool okay. um so my um one of my best friends and uh, I, a lot of people can say that from our hometown in penn hills pa there was an offensive guard named bill fralick uh-huh. and he passed away um about four years ago now and from cancer and um they named that after him. The pancake block was named after Bill Fralick's tackling style because he just would oh, kind of so knock cool. the guys over like into piles of just like you flip a pancake. Oh, cool. And so when you say that, like it already, I was like, oh my God. So that is very cool that, um, that's awesome you know, that Wyatt has that. Cause they don't say that about a lot of players that they have that. So cool. mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah,
0: so it's like, Juliet. it's, um, it's like a lot of the guys, they all block, right? Like all these guards and offensive linemen block, but a pancake, which is actually, I mean, it's a, it's an actual stat that they count a pancake block is whenever you block. And then like, I guess like kind of like put them on their back. So instead of just instead, I don't know what they do, but instead of just blocking you like, yeah, like, right. Like the block and they're on their back. Right. Yeah, it's very dramatic. <laughs> so cool. Thank you. It's so move them out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So um, for every game that Wyatt has a pancake block, which he has a lot, like multiple of games. So every every game that he has a pancake block, they are donating seven hundred and seventy dollars, and then they are donating seventy seven dollars per point that the Browns score per game. So it's coming out to thousands a week, and they're donating it to the Saint Augustine Hunger Center, which is in Cleveland. And we're, um, we're going to do it all season, but then we're going to try to do an event, um, around Thanksgiving with them specifically with pancakes. But, um, so that's the whole thing. Would, that's the whole, like the 77 is why it's number. And then it was there. I mean, they did, they've done great. Like it was that's their fantastic. idea. I, I think that they're being really extremely cool. generous. Oh my god. That's a lot of money. Like that's, that's a lot per pancake block. Well, my god. Well, so so they, great. originally they said they wanted to do $770 per pancake block and why it was like you guys, like, that's really nice. But I have like, sometimes like 10 a game.
2: we <laughs> <laughs> I mean, were like, okay, just kidding. I love it. <laughs> I lo- and I love
0: that he was like, well, wait, no, I'm really good at this. Like <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah. He, he said, you know, that's really nice, but it's going to be a lot. So yeah. So then we met in the middle and it's still, I mean, they're still, it's extremely generous. So great. extremely. So and that's so, so
2: cool. Like, yeah, I think also, is there other ways for people to get involved with what they're doing? Is there like a site that people could um, kind of tap into besides what you're doing, maybe contribute to that? So St. I
0: believe. Um, we haven't actually been there yet just to be transparent. We haven't been there yet. So I don't have like a ton of information about it. We just filmed the commercial last week. So I'll know like a little bit more later. I wish I could provide more information, well, but
1: we, we okay, can put it in great. the show. notes. We'll we'll put it in the show notes when the episode goes out. So okay, no worries. Cool. Yeah. yeah we'll get more of that so people can, can look it up. And even if, even if, even if it's like a, you know, it goes right to Ohio, it can be also one of the things people can follow, right? Yeah. They can follow your, also your journey yeah. with the new baby and, right. and, um, and, and your pup and, and then this as well. I think that's like, you know, what people want is they want to see the good things. And that's why this show is so important. It's we're, we're showing the good things, the good side, the good I side of that. humans. And there's so many good humans out there and, and their stories are what connects people. I mean, I, you know, mm-hmm. this, with with the new baby and the, and the puppy, like right you know, your dog right away. I was like, Oh, I love her already. You know what I mean? Oh my (laughs) gosh. I love you guys. You know, but that's the thing. And and, uh, Cynthia always asks such great, such great questions and it's, it's really important. So I love that you guys are, you're doing that. And the initiative sounds amazing.
2: Thank you. I'll tell you, keep it up and it's great. And I'll definitely um, send you information about everything that I know of. And I'm sure that you know about like the Facebook group and I'm sure you know about, If you don't know about Off the Field, I'll send you information about Off the Field. It's October Rush, so I'll make you my October Rush girl to tell you all the great things that we do. Um, We're really working to get in current wives, you know, current spouses, because the whole purpose is to be like that gatekeeper and to help young girls through, help them navigate through. So we're really pushing to bring in our young girls to participate. Most of it is service. I think that's what separates us is what we do in service. But you know how that is when you do something in service, you end up forming these friendships and the sisterhood, and right. you end up doing so much together. So I'll tell you all about that, and um, you know, just like hopefully get you to the Super Bowl because I think you. Never miss the Super Bowl. That's the one thing I always want to say. Never miss the Super Bowl. Um, Hopefully you'll be in it. Yeah. Yes. Um, Wow. The events, there's, there's the Super Bowl starts off, there's so many events for women at the Super Bowl. And Juliette will laugh because, you know, I came up with this tagline at one point because I had to do it for the playbook. And it's like, there's so much for a girl to do at the Super Bowl. And we started realizing that why we were all there and we're all doing things. Like, besides, I do the uh, thread luncheon on Thursday, then off the field has the fashion show on Friday. And of course, NFLPA has the NFLPA party on Saturday. I used to do a flag football game with um, Touched by Alyssa Milano. Would hope to bring that back. Um, you know, just COVID kind of like changed a couple things. That was one of them. So there's so much to do, but I look at the Super Bowl for all current players and spouses. This is your networking dream. Mm-hmm. This is you meeting your people, the people you play against, the women that are there that you might end up being with at some point. And you go to these um you go to the Super Bowl with your group of friends. You know, like call Emily and say, "Hey, well hopefully you guys are in it, you know, like you hope to be in it. But if I you're know. not in it, I,
0: I don't perhaps... want to be pessimistic and be like, we're not going to be in
2: it cause we not." No, no, in no. It. You want to be All in it. Right. You could always be in it just right. get in the playoffs. But call your girlfriends from everywhere and say, "Let's do a trip. Let's yes. get the guys and go to the game and you know, go do radio row, talk about what you're doing, talk about what you're doing with St. Augustine, talk about what you're doing in business, meet other people. Um, that's where it clicks. And that's what, um, I would have to say, make that your goal. Don't give those super bowl tickets away, keep them and go to that game and go early and go to the the fashion show. Yeah. That's like, that's (laughs) honestly
0: such good advice because I've never had anyone tell me Like the benefit of the women going really, I've never known. Well, I mean, and, and
1: Cynthia, I don't mean to interrupt because I know this is, you know, you're, you're more realm. but the thing that was really cool is now that I've been there for this last one, seeing the connections and then the collaborations Mm -hmm. of like, Hey, this is what I'm doing for business. And it's like, you know what, this is when, when my husband's out of the league, these are the women I'm going to go talk to. Hey, I want to be able to now contribute, or I have this business idea, or I want to get into real estate or, you know, I want to do these things. And that's where it all happens. And it was so beautiful. The podcast was there. We have the live podcast, but it was so beautiful to watch it. And then afterwards talking about it and me being like, you know, feeling like a fly on the wall, even though I was there, but since I'm not no, in the league part of it, but I know, I know. And you're the best, but you know what I mean? It was like, so like, I, I think there's half the times I had to like shut my mouth. Cause I was like, Oh my God, that was so cool. Those two just came to, And then the story of the fashion show, I just want to tell really quick, you know, Sharice Brown um, and her best friend. So Angela, they used to go to um, all the Tim's events and they would be like, okay, ladies, you can just, and I think this is Cynthia. you're a laugh because I think you're the mall when they told you to go to the mall, but Hey, you guys can go off and do things. And they were like, well, no, we don't, we don't want to do that. So that's how they created off the, and Cynthia, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's how they created off the field. It was like, no, we have things to do. We are powerful. You know, our husbands are powerful, but we are also powerful and we have aspirations and we have things that we've done. Let's connect and and let's build this and let's grow this and let's stay. And then let's help the next generations know that, Hey, you have a voice too. You have a voice and we're together and we feel each other because we are, we're women because we connect there, but we are sisters because we are in the league together.
2: Exactly. Yep. And it is, it's 22 years going the Super Bowl fashion show. It's always sold out. It's, um, always current wives, um, and women in the um, area that are modeling. So, you know, and it's really fun because then the players come afterwards. So something I would love to see you do I'd like to see you get in the fashion show, you'll get addicted to being on that runway. Cause it is, I'm going to be a, two, I'm going to
0: be two months postpartum. So I don't know.
2: Well, if you, you want could, me on that. you could, yeah. I mean, we've had <laughs> girls that were like, could have delivered right there on, the oh, runway, my goodness. you know, and it's so fun and it's safe people, and it's comfortable. Oh my yeah. Lord. Yeah. You would absolutely love it. It's, it's, it's family oriented fashion, cool. you know, runway. It's not, you know, the guys are so funny to see it's together with the girls and the girls just have that moment, you know, and, and, um, but planning, it's great. But what we'll do, like for instance, last year I was in LA, we find a charity in that area. And this, we were lucky because Holly Robinson, Pete, who really had the first fashion show that I've ever knew of, and actually even got to attend that, that was 23 years ago. She has a foundation called the Hollywood Foundation. That's the charity we chose, and we were able to raise seventy five thousand dollars for that charity, wow. for Parkinson's and autism. So we wow. go into that city and we impact the city. Yeah, as NFL women, and then and that's people are like, "Wow, like, wow!" These NFL women came in here and they just took over, and then they left and they left their mark. They left something to our charities because there's not just one. We pick a we pick women to honor, we pick charity to honor, and then there's always another charity that we kind of like donate some too. Cause it's hard to pick one. That's so, amazing. Yeah, it's cool. great. Right, you would
1: love it. And you, and it's, and the energy and the vibe and the love was what like really got me. And I was one of those things that I was like, wait, Cynthia, you guys been doing this for how many years and how much, like how much money do you raise? They've and why is it. Why isn't this being broadcasted? Why isn't this being <laughs> talked about? So we were like, we're going to broadcast it. <laughs> we're we're going to do it. it Might as well take it into our it. own hands. We really did. We really that did. It's such a great event.
2: I love it. And I love my girls and I love, off, I love the girls off the field. And, you know, I always, am like, there's so many different groups, you know, and I always always like, there's one that's sitting around the table talking with your sisters and just being real. And then there's one that get you out there into the community, servicing, servicing, that's off the field. And to me, like that, mine uh, thread is just linking everybody to these great groups and these great women and these great resources, you know, it's like, they're doing, we're doing, you know, and, um, there's so many things you can do, you know, if you, if you're interested so if I want
0: to like tell the Browns wives group me about NFL Thread, how what's the best way for the like is it just do they go to the website? Like what's the best way for them to join?
2: They can to get to know it. They can go to nflthread.com and okay. see everything that I'm doing. And that will introduce them to everything, the playbook, the podcast, and the platform. But if they want to join it, it's private and it's secure. It's nflthread.net, and that's where they'll fill out all their information. And just when they fill out the information, it gives them a profile and then they can, it's like this cute little thing where it it shows you all the different things you're connected in groups that you can join. Um, yeah. But thanks for asking that.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I
1: love that. That's awesome. um, that's it's so, so amazing. I mean, I know we we told you an hour and we're a little over. So, um I, we could I
0: think could talk for days. <laughs> oh, I can I could sit here and talk all That's why it always says I could just talk forever. <laughs> Me too. I, can,
1: uh, I totally could talk forever. <laughs> um but thank you so much for joining us Live with NFL Thread Carly and um this yeah. has just been such a pleasure. And I know so many people, again, we had so many people jumping in and out of the room. I'm getting texts. My phone's blowing up like, Oh my God, I love her. I love that. You know, I love oh my the story. God. It's Aww, um, And so me. I know when you said before, I don't know. I mean, you just, you have a, a being about you. You are just, you. you're lovable. I mean, I don't Thank know you. if people have
0: told you that, but you really do have a great love. <laughs> oh my energy. gosh. You're making my hormones. I'm, I'm going to start
2: tearing up. <laughs> yes. We'll be following you because I just can't wait to watch the baby like oh, the whole process. I? It's so fun. It'll It'll be interesting to see when he comes. Right? Yes,
0: exactly. I know. ESPN will sure. I'm sure they'll be excited if it is a game day.
2: Oh, right. <laughs> know, right? Or whoever, it, Fox, whatever. It yeah. would be fun. Oh, wouldn't it be fun? Yeah, like so fun. Get that phone call on the field. They used to have these phones and be like, "Well, your wife's in labor. You got to go." <laughs>
0: My mom will be rushing from Virginia. My sister will be in labor. The why it'll be on the football field. I mean, it it'll be a movie.
1: I love it. It's going to be another adventure. Another life adventure. Just maybe. look at. Yes. I love life is an adventure and it's an and adventure. We'll have to do a mini
0: episode and then we can just talk about the chaos of that day and all
1: be like, "Well, now I have a baby." Oh no, we will have we will definitely have you back and talking about that because that's another important thing for, yeah. you know, the the players to hear, I mean the wives to hear because it's not only you're having a baby, but you're having a baby in a bit of a spotlight, you're having, you know, your husband's not going to be there as much because it's during season. So there's so many different things that you can navigate, but there's so many people you can connect with that can right. also share stories. that are going to make you feel like, okay, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. You know, that's not um, something that, uh, uh, baby pancake, Chris Rossi said. Baby pancake,
0: thanks. Chris. <laughs> That's his name. How'd you get it? Baby pancake, <laughs> I love it. <that. laughs>
2: thanks, Chris. Baby cake, I love it. I love oh, it. Beautiful. Well, God bless it. you. We're really excited yes. for you.
0: Thank yes. you so much. Y'all are amazing. Thank you. Thank thanks you for again. Us today. Yeah. And
1: everyone, this will be out in a couple of weeks. Um, we'll we'll fill you in on that, but definitely follow Carly on Twitter and Instagram, and um, and don't forget to join YNS Live. We have many shows coming up. YNS Live with NFL Thread and YNS Live with NFL Thread Pivot. If you're not following Cynthia and myself and Carly, do that because you'll know all the series and all the people that we're having uh, come up, and then leading us up into the Super Bowl, um, which is a really exciting time. So we will see you guys. Bye. We'll see you guys next week, right? Cynthia, we'll see them yeah, next week. We, absolutely. <laughs> <I knew laughs> yeah, we have, we have Ashley Brown and right. then Ashley Peterson. Wait, can I tell the funny story? So Ashley Peterson, who's Adrian's wife, her maiden name is, was Brown. And we have <laughs> Ashley Brown, who's Coach Brown's wife. Right. And so I was going to make sure I could spell them. Right. And I was like, wait a second. I'm so confused. They're the same (laughs) name, but different faces. I had to call Cynthia and I'd be like, okay, this is, and and I met both of them and they were lovely. So I knew who they were, but they're, and I was, and it's, they both had the same name.
2: (laughs) I love that. Yes, indeed. That's going to be great shows. I love them. Great shows. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it's the 20 and you guys can see in our, our profile, but it's the 20th and then also the 27th. Um, so Ashley Brown, uh, coach's wife and off the field, she's going to be on That's the 20th awesome. and then the 27th will be, um, Ashley Peterson and Carly cool. again.
2: Thank you so much. Thank, thank you so much. It's awesome. You so much. That's great.
0: I'm
2: gonna, and I have to go, go gonna, make game day chicken for the team. So I gotta go. <laughs> it's Wednesday. <laughs> it's game day chicken. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love, I just love, um, Kara McEwen, our head coach's wife, and they do treat day every Wednesday for CMU, the guys come running off the field and we literally have tables up of treats, treats, treats. And they just run through and they're like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And they're grabbing everything. And I told Karen, oh, I can't love make, it. I'm terrible, but I can make chicken Yeah, <laughs> I make a good game day chicken. I bet. So. I love it. <laughs> I love it.
1: Well, thank you everyone again, um, Carly and Cynthia um, and YNS live with NFL thread. If you're here on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, or if you're watching and listening, listening to the replay, um, or if you're here live in the studio, thank you again for joining another show.